Welcome to the official Business Women of God podcast. Our mission is to teach women how to do business God's way. A weekly podcast designed to motivate, inspire, and teach women how to succeed through biblical principles. Welcome back to another Business Women of God episode. Um, I am Sheila. Hi, everyone. This is Martha. And today we're going to be talking about something that might be a little controversial for a lot of people, but we're going to be talking about the topic of business and God. It is controversial, but wasn't Jesus also? Yes, yes, he was. He was. So um, Proverbs thirteen eleven states, wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. And I think something like that is interesting, especially in today's day and age when you have people who are very successful with business and they kind of have a closed hand and they're greedy and they kind of, you know, take advantage of the situation. So what are your thoughts on that, Martha? And have you experienced that in the real estate industry with anybody you've come across? Unfortunately, I I do come across it more than I wish I did. And those kind of people don't usually last in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, they grow really quickly, you know, and they do what they do, but the reputation, uh, it does spread and they kind of slowly just leave. Uh, sometimes they just move away and nobody knows anything about them. Uh, I, and, but there's people that are really good people out there also that are doing great business and are, and it shows that they're successful and that they're generous because you see them you know, donating their time, donating money, you see them at events, and they're really giving back. So I don't want to say everyone in business is bad. There's unfortunately a few bad apples. But most people I think have good hearts. Yeah. And I think you're right when you say that where you can see people blessed. And you kind of wonder like, where are their blessings coming from? Mm -hmm. And then when you get to know them as a person, and you can see, okay, they are somebody you know, who is godly, someone who does know Christ, and then you know that their success is not just within them, it's from God. It shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely does. It, it shows how they treat other people too. Yes, it's a big uh, way of knowing someone's character. And character super important in yes, this business. Yes, <laughs> Oh my gosh, it Any is. business. <laughs> it is. And definitely, especially, definitely, especially, um, when we're dealing with other people because we're all souls having a human experience right and we always want to show up as the best version of ourselves and every transaction should be led like that with mm-hmm. like from a soul standpoint on my end I do not want to be on the other end of the transaction if it's a bad deal right it's, now that we're opening up this conversation to that how do we as Christians portray us portray ourselves in a positive light on social media because unfortunately our business requires for us to be on there active and social and interacting so how do we as business women of god protect i guess our image our integrity not just on social media i mean i'm asking some difficult hard questions right now okay because i'm putting myself in that position Mm -hmm. but also when we're out and about carrying 
the way we carry our day. Are we rude at, you know, at stoplights or, you know, we flipping people off? <laughs> I have caught myself recently. I've had to really work on it because mm-hmm. I'm like the girl, the Christian girl that will drop an F-bomb mm-hmm. being 100% transparent. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get away Guilty. from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get away from that and trying to get away from cussing just in general. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that I don't drink anymore has definitely made me aware oh. of my um my behavior right so That's now okay. i am in more control where if i know like a word's gonna come on i can stop it and i think at lights even just like yeah. you said i've had thoughts of people and then i'm like what are you doing yeah it's a you're not correction. supposed to think like that like uh-huh. and then I, i'll be like god you know forgive me i'm so sorry you I knew what i was thinking too. <laughs> and it, it's like then i'm sitting in my car and then i'll just get into a full-on conversation with god where i'm talking and I mean, 45 minutes goes by on my commute and I'm like, oh, well, I th- he knows my heart. Right, right. <laughs> he knows that he I'm does. like, I'm really, really trying here. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to our business, it's just showing up one authentically to who we are, mm-hmm. to the fact that we are believers. And I am not afraid to post about God. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to post that I read the Bible. I'm not afraid to post memes or quotes or anything. And I think as businesswomen of God, and now that we are doing this podcast and we, you know, we talked about doing like the, the whole TikTok thing and becoming more, I think, open in the eyes of social media, mm-hmm. it's going to now open that platform for other people who are business owners to also engage in the fact that, oh, it's okay to post about this. You it's know? a struggle and it's right. being vulnerable and saying, hey, you know, I'm in the same boat, mm-hmm. but it's refreshing to see that there are other people that can, you can relate to that you know or have the same struggles yep because sometimes i think people that are new christians or are thinking about learning more about jesus that they are afraid that they're like oh no i can't do that life because it requires too much work it's too much change mm-hmm. and what we're saying is like no you just you know like the bible says you come as you are yeah and god will take care of that transformation baby steps Mm -hmm. yeah it's not something like overnight where all of a sudden you're now this completely new person it It does time take time Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's years right oh yeah i'm still transforming every day Mm -hmm. and we have to remind ourselves as people who have been believers for a long time to have patience and grace to the younger people that are coming to jesus now that you know understand that there are things they are still learning we're still learning exactly and um, just show that respect and understanding instead of condemning them for like, how could you be so dumb? Right. How could you not know that scripture meant that, you know, and right. I, I'm not saying that I know people have done that, but I have witnessed comments yes. that I'm like, well, that's kind of hurtful. I don't think you should have said that, but I don't, you know, anyways, not some people mani- manipulate the Bible and they use it against someone else. And I think mm-hmm. in business, it just comes down to your belief system who you are as a human, like how were you raised? Were you raised with integrity? Were you raised to be ethical? Mm -hmm. Because that shows up in your business transaction and like Proverbs um, 15, 16 says, better is little, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble with it. And honestly, so true. That is a key, key verse in my business because I deal with financial transactions. I deal with people's money and I have seen where people have seen have you know spoke to somebody else and had they went through with that transaction it financially would have 
not benefited them, wow. right? It benefits the agent, doesn't benefit the homeowner um, or the, the client. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very uh, key to, to work with someone who is ethical because yes. I would honestly rather make a $100 commission than $20,000 commission and have the people who I got $100 from refer me out to 12 mm-hmm. or 15 people then work with one client who got me $20,000 and now I have a bad reputation and a bad name. Not only that, That's true. not only that, but how does that feel internally? And then how is God looking at that? Knowing that I was not ethical, right? I'm not trying to burn in hell for no one's $20,000. It's not worth it. No, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I don't even like to be by the campfire. I don't want to be like in the fire itself. <laughs> no, right. It's like, okay, I don't want to burn forever. Please. Lord. No, I don't want to. Uh, so. Speaking of, of, of places like Hades, um, I have this joke. <laughs> I learned it from another pastor, but I, I take, I took it upon myself to put my own twist on it. Um, I, I was building furniture the other day. Yeah. That is my personal Hades. And I tell my son, I'm like, man, if this is what Hades is hell. It's like <laughs> that would be my hell to go be sent somewhere where I have to build IKEA furniture uh, every day. Yeah, I know. I'm IKEA like, is the worst. Oh my gosh! I'm like, I'm gonna be good because I do not want to go there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the confusing part about their furniture is you end up with 15 to 20 different extra parts, and you're like, did I put this together right? Like I'm sitting on the chair and it's not breaking, it's but uh, the I've fear, got all this right? extra stuff. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. Yeah, so yeah, I know that was totally side, but that's just. I don't want to go to hell because I'm afraid that's what my hell will look like. Yeah. Um, the pastor that I heard, his, his name is Spanish. I think he's Argentinian. He's hilarious. His name is Dante Gabel. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying his name right. And his personal hell is Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> he does not. He says he does not no. do anything with building. No. And he's like, that's that would be his. Isn't it funny? Dude, it's- mine's Costco. Ah! I can't. You already know. Like, oh, God, don't send me to Costco, please. And I have to go every week. And every week I dread it. Every week it's a thing in my house. And, you know, that's that's, that's my one funny. responsibility is to do the groceries. And so I know I'm stuck going to Costco. And oh every week gosh. I'm just like, why? Oh. My husband loves Costco. Just give him your shopping order. He'll yeah, for I you. should. <laughs> I should. Yeah, I understand. We all have these things that are... Um, I don't know, things that we don't like, but in business, you know, and I think this is also good for personal, whether you're um, a student or, you know, you're just a, a person who maybe be retired. It doesn't matter. Uh, Proverbs 1320, this is the NIV version, says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm sure a lot of you have read it in those self-help motivational books. Mm-hmm. You are who you hang out with. Exactly. Guilty by association. Yes. Yes. So that's another thing about business. Yeah. Who are you hanging out with? Right. Who are you learning from? Who is who is the devil tempting you on your shoulder to do something that's unethical? Yeah. To benefit, you know, somebody else's pocket. Yes. And you have to be really careful because uh, it, it happens sometimes. The, the enemy is very tricky mm-hmm. and he will present opportunities to us that we know are too good to be true. Yep. But it's very easy for us to kind of be like, well, this just this one time. Oh, it's really a gray area. Well, nobody's going to get hurt. But even if all that is true, mm-hmm. we all know who's watching. Yeah. And it's God. And it's you know, true. He's our true boss. He's the CEO of our business. He sees everything. Yeah. So let's let's think about that because I can see sometimes me associating or certain persons, maybe not now, but in the past, you know, as a younger business owner, and I could see now looking back like, wow, that kind of went wrong for that reason. And 
I wish I had the discernment back then, but this, these are things you learn with experience, right? Um, that so I wouldn't have made those mistakes back mm -hmm. then. Things might have been different. Uh, I but I'm, I'm still accepted. I, I accept the path that I took because obviously it took me along the path I was supposed to take. But I guess what I'm trying to say is for the younger business women, girls or students is that you really need to think about who you surround yourself with. Yeah, and the book of Proverbs. There's a lot of good uh, oh, rules yes. rules and regulations in here, just how to run your business ethically and, you a know, Proverb do it God's day. way. Yeah, Proverbs a day <laughs> yeah. keeps keeps the devil away, I <laughs> yeah. guess, right? That's what we should say. Yeah, I think there's a That might be that. a saying already. I yeah. don't know, but... I'm sure I read it on a sign somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Make it a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love it. I think we should. Now... As far as like sometimes in business, you know, you work at a certain place or you have to associate with certain people that maybe not, that, that does not do business the way you would like to do or do business. So how do we protect ourselves from that, Sheila? How do we continue? Because there's people that have jobs and they can't quit those jobs, but they work with people that they know are not doing things right. I think that comes down to how I was at my last company when I was at an employee before I became self-employed, I would just be ethical in what I knew was right. Um, and it did cause a lot of friction in the office. However, I felt like I needed to lead with education to the homeowners that I was speaking to. And we weren't really, we were, you know, instructed not to go into detail, just kind of give them the basics. But I'm like, mm, like, I know that this program isn't the best program for this person. And like, it was on my heart to have to like, let me let you know what's up kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And um, obviously it, it ended, like I wasn't working there anymore, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for where I'm at right now and completely blessed. So uh, I think still showing up for what you know is right because you know if you're doing something inappropriate or wrong, you have that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. You have that like uh, on your back feeling when something's not right. And, you know, you, it, it's pretty obvious when you're doing something wrong. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Sometimes people, I think they um, feel obligated to stay in that position because of fear, you know, being retaliated against mm -hmm. or losing their job. Um, I say to those people, you know, pray, pray for God to reveal himself in that place so those things can stop or for God to open an opportunity for you to find another yes. job. Yes, because when God allows someone to close a door in your face, all he wants you to do is walk up the hall because there's another door and it's going to be bigger and better than what you even thought. Absolutely. Right? Yes, it's so true. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid uh, to, you know, speak up. But if you're in a place where you think your job is at risk and that's not something you're able to right you know handle at this time just pray about it and maybe talk to someone um that is more senior maybe not at your job but you know your pastor or a yes. counselor or a therapist someone to help you navigate that because i can imagine being stuck in a position that like that that can be very stressful oh absolutely you know i'm sure you felt like that yes. like a lot of pressure mm -hmm. probably couldn't sleep uh no it was it was a lot because it was during covid and it was oh. a lot of other things going on too mm. to where i would i wasn't commuting anymore thank god but mm. i was drinking heavily because i would have just an insane day and then it was covid so it was like nobody could go anywhere where were we gonna go right. that was literally the only thing to do and um 
I had to make a conscious effort to say, okay, one, I'm not going to drink anymore. This isn't healthy. And two, to show up like with integrity and, and ethically every single day. That's a hard one. It is because that's like somebody's paying you to do a job. And if you're doing the job and you know, you're not benefiting the, you know, the other person on the other side of it, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to question your character at that point. Somebody's basically like the devil's basically allowing somebody to pay you to be their puppet Mm -hmm. and to do their wrongdoings. to do their wrongdoings Mm -hmm. and you're signing your name on it. And that's kind of like you're making a deal with the devil at that point instead of standing up for yourself and saying, hey, this isn't right. And that's exactly what I did. I got into a really, really nasty conversation with my employer. And I, I mean, I'm sure you know by now, I don't really hold things back. I'm very direct. I don't fluff things. That's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a lot of fluff. And uh, obviously that was not the spot for me anymore. And, you know, that was kind of a mutual decision. And it's fine. I worked there for 12 years. I got a very, very large severance package. It was fine. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was able to make that transition into financial services. I love that how your integrity and standing up for it opened up another door yeah. for you. Huh? I didn't even care that I didn't have anything like lined up. I just honestly lost it one day and it wasn't on purpose. I just mm-hmm. was like, I can't take this anymore. And it was almost like a boiling pot because I had been holding it in, holding it in, holding it in mm-hmm. for so long because there was so much wrongdoing that I was seeing. And there was so many issues that I finally one day just lost it and it was mm-hmm. like an overflowing boiling pot for a good 45 minutes wow and then my boss kind of said okay you know mm-hmm. and I reiterated everything I said to him in an email and I, it makes me laugh when I see like those memes on TikTok where <laughs> it's like the HR calls person in and they're oh, like yeah yes. mm-hmm, I said that mm-hmm, I, yep <laughs> yeah I said that it, it, that was me I was like let me just put it in writing for you exactly what I said so we're all clear there's no like misconception oh, that's funny. you are very clear with I was answer. very mm-hmm. clear so uh yeah and now I'm much happier I feel that because I have this opportunity to help families now mm-hmm. and really really change their lives it's a blessing not only to me but to them and I feel good when I leave every transaction mm-hmm. that's that's a blessing right there having a job that you love now since we're talking about business and god right so we talked a little bit about how we know we're growing some of us are still newer to learning about jesus and how at jobs sometimes you have to do you know work with people that are non-believers um what other situations would you think that you know, God and, and business overlap. I mean, they're intertwined. We we know that. Mm-hmm. But for someone that's younger, it's taboo for some people. Yeah, yeah. Why why is why do you think people are so afraid? I think they're afraid because they can't have control. They are not in the driver's seat, and they don't like that. Mm-hmm. So if they're not able to call the shots and say, "Hey, YOLO" or whatever that you know <laughs> people say, like if you only live once, kind of thing. Yeah. Um it's it definitely that that feeling of not having in control and having to give god the power to make the decisions for you and know that you have to follow kind of what the the law is or you know how it's written in the bible a lot of people don't want to do that but they don't realize that a moment of pleasure is now literally affecting their eternal life true right true Another thing that I think of is, actually, I'll just share the story real quick. The way I came to Christ, it's not that I didn't know God. Of course, I knew God. You know, I grew up in a Catholic home, and, you know, there was some 
education. You know, you go to church Sunday, yeah. you do your first communion, etc. But there was no relationship. I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. We just knew God was God and you honored and respected him. But there was never like, oh, you can talk to God. You can pray to God. It was it, it was not taught to me. So the way I was drawn to Jesus was I worked in a place. This was like, gosh, 20 something years ago. And my coworker, God rest her soul, my friend Dina had the most calm disposition this was like an office that was super crazy especially Mm -hmm. after school hours and stuff and she was just like a breath of fresh air like you know you watch that tiktok video when it's all this commotion and then you hear that little song that's like la 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 yeah so she was in la la and i was just like ah chaos like a tornado (laughs) and and i'll be like tina wow like tell me your secret how do you stay so calm like i look at you and there's like butterflies floating around you and i'm over here i have you know literally things being thrown at me she's living her best life in yes that she office. was she was amazing and um she said she was she always spoke calmly i never heard her raise her voice and um anyways i, I get sad because i miss her mm-hmm. <laughs> but um she um, is with the lord she left about a year ago oh no yeah she gave me my first official bible with my name on it oh, i love that <laughs> it's the one you see in the entry i love that yeah so she invited me to go to church and i went to her church and that was I ended up being my home church for many many years. Even when I moved to Palmdale, I would still commute over there, even though the traffic was crazy. I would still do it. So um, Dina said, "Come to come to my church." And I had never been to a Christian church before. Mm-hmm. So when I walked in, uh, you know, there's the greeters, and they were so nice, and there was donuts, and you know, and it's beautiful. And I'm sure a lot of you know what church I'm talking about, Shepherd of the Hills. And I was like, these people are way too nice. What is happening here? You know, why are they singing for half an hour? Oh, my gosh. You know, like, I'm just saying this yeah. is like I'm a non-believer. And I'm like, okay, so I hear the pastor. And I'm like, all right, well, that was kind of good. But I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. So um, I came back with my kids. And, then, you know, slowly I started learning to read the Bible and understanding God. And that's how God started working on me and transforming me. It took me many years still to go to get really connected to him. It didn't happen overnight for me. Uh, I, I'm saying that because... I don't want people to have a false perception like, oh, it could happen like that for you, that mm-hmm. you meet Jesus and, and it's in, and you're good. For me, it was a back and forth. It was it was a struggle. Yeah. You know, and um, so I went back to church the next week and because I just couldn't believe these people were so nice. I'm like, no, there's got to be something wrong. <laughs> I came on a good day and I just don't believe it. You know, they're and, and just being honest, you know, I'm like, they're just just that's just not not right. There's, there's, I just got to catch them. Like I felt like I had to catch them on a bad day. Well, that bad day never came. Four years later, I'm still going. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then, then I understood the worship part. Then I, I, it built upon my, you know, heart and like why I wanted to hear the worship. Why I started listening to Christian radio. I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Spotify back then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, none of that stuff. It was just one station. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is with when you come to learn about Jesus and you, you start seeing how he works in your life, it overflows into your business life. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you start learning to do business God's way because you are, I am held, we are held to a higher, <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? To, to, we, we are expected, we have a higher demand on us because we are his representatives. But let me make it clear that we are imperfect people and we are going to make mistakes and we are going to probably do things that are embarrassing, that are not dignifying because we're human. You know, I, I just I get sad when, you know, 
people put us down because like look at her look what she did we're gonna make mistakes yeah yeah Uh, i had another scripture that i thought was really good it talks about um this this to me was my friend dina okay it's matthew 5 16 and it says in the same way let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven that's a good one yeah so her light shined and that was her she was to me such a great example of a business well maybe not businesswoman she was a woman of god working at a business so you don't have to be a businesswoman to do business god's way you could just be a woman at a business a woman that works for someone else is what i'm trying to say yeah you know and bring God to your business. I'm not saying you have to go and preach and make people feel uncomfortable. That is not what I'm saying because I was in a situation recently where um, someone, I noticed people that work there and, and one of the girls was like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. This person, you know, she's always putting this music on really loud. And every time I say something that's not aligned with her, she, she attacks me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's not okay. <laughs> you know, I understood um, where she was coming from. So, um, the person who's my friend, you know, she may not be a believer right now, but she does believe in God. I'm not, I mean, I'm not judging her cause I don't know her situation, but I saw what she was talking about because I witnessed it. So the other person who works at a business is very proud of her faith, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Have your stuff on your desk, play your music, but you, we have to be respectful of the other people that work with us mm-hmm. and we can't make those people think like we do. Mm-hmm. Because guess what she's doing? This girl that's pushing her faith is pushing away the other girl who get could get to know yeah. God, but can't now or doesn't may not want to. Yep. Because the other person is like judging her and telling her, "Oh, that's bad. You shouldn't have that on your desk. And why are you putting uh, Halloween things on your whatever it might? I don't know. I'm yeah. Just, I'm, I'm I was in an office environment like that okay. back in the day, and it was a girl who started in the call center. There was only four of us. We were working at a credit union. And her name was Beth. She was the sweetest girl, Christian. She decorated her whole desk. You know, she had all of her faith-based stuff out. And the girl who sat right next to her was a hardcore atheist. Ooh. So it got to the point, it got to the point where the atheist would mess with her on purpose. So she would like on purpose, put things in her coffee or on purpose, mess with her stapler. It it became very hostile. And so myself and another girl that also were in the office, it it was the four of us all day in a closed room. And we had to intervene several times and it turned into the atheist is now throwing things at the other girl. And she ended up quitting. She wasn't there. She wasn't there for more than like five weeks. She definitely got another job somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And it was due to the atheist. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was very hostile. It was not. That must have been so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's just respecting everybody's belief system Mm -hmm. and not necessarily pushing your belief system on someone else, but showing up authentically for who you are and your beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to go out and just, I post what I want on my social media because I pay the cell phone bill. That's your, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to post the stuff about Jesus that I want to, the stuff about being Christian that I want to. However, Mm -hmm. I'm not going into, you know, um, like a Catholic church or a Muslim church telling them that they're wrong for their belief system. I'm not doing any of that because it's not my business. That's true. It's not my business. That's between them and God, right? Yeah. 
So all I can control is my actions and my relationship with him. I literally have no control over anybody else. And once you realize that and you know in business, Mm -hmm. you're in control of your actions and you have to be responsible for how you show up to your clients, to the other vendors that you're dealing with, to anybody, you know, in the office that you may work in. You only have control over yourself and you have to be responsible for that. A hundred percent. So yeah, that's, that's where I guess in a nutshell, what we're trying to say is, you know, be a good representation for what you're, what you believe in, respect others, be the light and also be careful who you surround yourself with because these associations will reflect upon you and what people believe and see about you. Yeah. And I'm not talking about physical appearance at all. I'm talking about your behavior, your inner light. You know how sometimes you meet somebody and you might have just talked to them for two or three minutes, but you already feel it in your spirit that they're they're probably a good person or you can feel it the other way. That mm-hmm. They're probably somebody you don't want to associate with. Yep. And that's discernment. And sometimes it's the Holy Spirit guiding you and warning you, like, be careful. You know, um, I like to feel like I trust everybody like you, I meet you unless I have a reason uh, you have a hundred percent of my trust. But once you do something that I feel like, well, that was questionable. Oh wait, why did he or she say that? Mm-hmm. Then my, the trust level starts dropping, right? you know, but I, I l- would like to think that everybody is a good person, but it's not, true. Yeah, yeah, it's not true. Yeah. It's not true. Yeah. Any final thoughts you might have for somebody who might be struggling with, um, you know, just doing understanding how God is involved in our business? I think one, pay attention to your gut. If you are doing something wrong, it's immediately going to show up in your gut. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel it, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's God telling you, Hey, you need to stop. Check yourself right now. Very true. Yeah. That's a, that's one thing that I learned. Like, you know, when you're doing something wrong, Mm Mm-hmm. It comes in your mind and you can feel it in your gut that uh, I shouldn't be doing this. And you get that cringy little feeling going Uh up your spine. Uh And if you do it anyways, you know that you did it. And now you're walking in like you're kind of hiding because, you know, God's watching over you looking down like, Uh yeah, I saw that. Like, you're not going to get away with that again. And if you do, like, eventually there's going to be consequences to your actions. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're struggling with some decisions, you know, go like I mentioned to a pastor, an elder, a therapist, someone that you can talk to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel comfortable, then it's time to pray about it and ask God and the Holy Spirit to guide you and show you. Um, always go back to the word because you will always find the answer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, this was a fun conversation. These are hard conversations we have to have sometimes about life in our business and this is business women of god so we thank you for joining us today and can't wait to catch you on our next episode again we meet weekly in the antelope valley on thursday mornings at 8 30 and bi-monthly second and fourth tuesday of the month in the santa clarita valley in san fernando valleys check our instagram at at bw of god and you can check out our schedule and all the things that are coming up soon bye guys bye